1: First Christian Center. It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wing Radio. If God has told me
2: yes, no man can tell me no. See, see, my Bible says that I'm the head and not the tail. My Bible says I'm above and not below. My Bible says I'm blessed coming in and blessed coming out. So when God tells me yes, I can't allow no man to tell me no. What I've realized is that you're just the wrong person I'm talking
1: to. We hope you're excited to hear God's word today on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Cousin. God is doing something.
2: Uh, Today's sermon is entitled, You Better Ask Somebody. Uh, This will be the whole subject of the series. And today, the first word is ask. Uh, If you did not know about me, uh, I traveled the country for a number of years as a motivational speaker, life coach, sales trainer. So sometimes when you hear me talk, people say, you're so motivating. Well, that's what I did. I'd push people to make more money at the time. Uh, And I was a a, a coach. And uh, they would pay me $10,000 a year for me to talk to them once a week. And I only got payments up front so you wouldn't quit. Boy, that was good for my life. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And in the process of me studying sales and psychology, I came up with these statistics. They're not mine, but they're facts. Look at this. 44% of the people never get past the first no. The person tells them no, they stop. The next 22% won't get past the second no. 14%, the next no, 12%. And they say 8% of the salespeople Get 80% of the transactions because people don't know how to handle no. Pastor, what are you trying to say? So many times you've let somebody's no stop your dream. They said you didn't qualify. You're not good enough. Well, guess what? I have learned in my life that you have to eat no's like Cheerios. You like that? That's good, ain't it? Uh? You have to take no's like Cheerios. See, because what I've learned in my faith, if God has told me yes, no man can tell me no. See, see, my Bible says that I'm the head and not the tail. My Bible says I'm above and not below. My Bible says I'm blessed coming in and blessed coming out. So when God tells me yes, I can't allow no man to tell me no. What I've realized is that you're just the wrong person I'm talking to. <laughs> Your no has no effect on my destiny for God has called me. So in the life, you will have people tell you no. You can't do it. You don't qualify. You're not good enough. But I cannot let anybody's no. Supersede my God's yes. Ha, ha, ha. My wife and I were in a tough season. We were living in Orlando. We had a beautiful house in Phoenix, Tempe, Arizona. 426 West Knight Lane. You could Zillow it and see it, praise God. And we had it rented out because we were in Florida. We lived in a two-bedroom apartment, but our beautiful home was there being rented out. The mortgage was $3,000. It was only being rented for $1,900. People say, Pastor, why you do that? Well, zero versus 1,900. 1,900 is better than zero. Praise the Lord. Now, I'm not a mathematician, but that seems better to me. Uh, so in that season, I said, okay, Lord, I don't have a job because I'm on this thing called workers' comp. I was hurt playing professional football, and they put me on workers' comp. The blessing of workers' comp is you get money. The blessing is there's not enough money. They gave me $1,960 a month. The mortgage was $3,000 by itself. Everyone say bad math. Yes, bad math. So I have just got really saved. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Anybody been saved once, twice, three times? No, no, the saving when you're really trying to walk it out. You know, I know God, I love God, but I'm really trying to really do it. So I'm trying to do it, man, and, and I had the proclivity, being so creative, to make things up. Mm. If I wanted a car, I knew how to, I would say, how much do I need to show you? <laughs> Anybody had that spirit on them before? Th- just tell me how much you wanted to put on a piece of paper. <laughs> I go home, my wife's a graphic designer, we can hook this thing up. It's her fault, y'all. It's her fault. No, no. <laughs> we we that pre Jesus, pre Jesus. So, Lord, I, I I don't know what to do. Holy Spirit says, call the mortgage company. It was Wells Fargo. Tell them your story. So I tell them, I, hey, I say, look, man, I have a house in Phoenix, but I live in Orlando. The mortgage is three thousand dollars. It's rented out for nineteen hundred. I can't keep doing this. Can you drop the mortgage to 1900 and then you can keep getting your money? We don't do that, sir. Now, this is 2001, 2002. That was before loan modification popularity. So I said, okay, I got off the phone. Can't do it. Holy Spirit said, call back. I said, oh, golly, I hate feeling stupid. So I called back. I said, can I speak to your supervisor? Hmm. I said, look, lady, I don't know you don't know me. But you see, I paid for the last years. I was in the NFL. I had money. I don't have any money anymore. I'm broke down. I'm on workers' comp. But I have never been late. But I'm about to be late. Anybody had that conversation before when you be trying to talk to them and, like, they don't understand what the words are coming out of my mouth? I paid you on time, and I'm about to be late. I'm, I'm trying to tell you in advance what's about to happen. Why don't they receive that? Is that just me? It seems like you're trying to do right. So I called him. I tell him, I said, I said, look, I noticed. Uh, she's like, uh, can you send me your last pay stub? I don't have a job. She said, look. <laughs> I said, look, God told me to call you. <laughs> look, I put my calls on the table. I said, look, look, He told me to call. I don't know who's supposed to do something, but I'm. She says, "She said this is crazy, but I'm gonna talk to somebody." I got a call back, man. I think it was the next day. Your loan is modified to $1,900. You have no, I have no proof of income. I got nothing, y'all. And God was trying to say, Jomo just trust me and the challenge was I was afraid to tell the truth and ask and there's so many times in life where God is prompting you to ask something crazy, something radical something that make absolutely no sense but we serve a God that makes no sense Well, the Bible says his ways are higher than our ways and the Bible says the king's heart is in God's hands and God can turn it any way he wants and if God says yes to you. I don't care what man has said no to you because my God, yes, supersedes any man's no. Hallelujah. Matthew 7-7 is where I'm teaching from today. Matthew 7-7. Glory to God. So many of you have allowed one man or woman's no to change your destiny don't allow anyone to have that much power over who you are but they said i couldn't do it i don't care what they said what did god tell you to do praise the lord matthew 7 says ask and keep on asking notice it didn't stop at ask it said what then it says it will be given to you then it says seek and then what Now, I didn't say that. It says, keep on. The Greek word says persistence. They say persistence wears down resistance. You got to be persistent. Keep on seeking and you will find. And I like the last one. Keep on knocking and the door will be open. What I love about this scripture, it didn't say
1: that you open the door. It says the door will open for you. You're listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Chomo Cousins. Dr. Cousins will be back in just a moment with more fresh perspective from God's never-changing word. In the meantime, we wanted to let you know that you can hear our current series and many others by logging on to our website at freshwindradio.com.
2: Meaning, my job is to keep on knocking. <laughs> See, I don't have to open the door. I have to be ready when the door is open. So, what are you saying, pastor? You got to get busy in the waiting room. What are you saying, pastor? In our faith walk, God will have you in rooms and hallways. And in times in your faith walk, you'll feel like, You are more qualified than the line that you're in. And what God is saying while you're in line, be busy. Get your degree. Get your certification. I'm about to open your door. And when the door is open, you got to be ready. So he says keep on asking, keep on seeking, keep on knocking, and the door will be open unto you. There's four S's I want to tell you about. This is how you prepare while in the waiting room. First S, serve. Second S, sacrifice. Third, submit, So, Pastor, I'll break this down. Guess what? Your marriage be right if you did these four. Ooh, ooh. Serve, sacrifice, submit, and sow. <sighs> Guess what? You'd be employee of the year if you did these. Oh, boy, every category you want. You want to be a good parent? That's what's going to lock Pastor, I don't want to submit to my kids. No, you submit to God's will and how you treat your kids. So, when I'm in my my waiting room, I'm positioning myself because, see, God has a door waiting for me. But while I'm waiting, I got to get myself qualified. The Bible says that Elisha asks for a double portion, and Elisha says, you got to be in the right position that when God takes me, it will fall on you. So many times we're not in position for our breakthrough because, see, while when we should be sitting and serving, we're searching. The blessings of God will chase you down. So you've got to be in position and say, you know what? I'm going to settle myself. I'm going to serve God. And God will open your door. That's why I like that scripture. It says it didn't say you open your door. Your job is to ask, seek, knock. Ask, seek, knock. The acronym is ASK. A-S-K. So anytime you're in a dry season, ask, seek, knock. Now, I got a question. Does any of you have that child that does not stop asking? Raise your hand, raise your hand, raise your hand. <sighs> My daughter, Jemiah. It's both of them too. Jomo was really chill. He he the chill child. But Jemiah and Josiah, it's so bad. Baby girl, keep headphones on. Somebody be like, Mom, 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 are we going to the mall? Are we going to the mall? Are we going to the mall? I'm I'm sitting there listening. I said, Shaman, you don't hear? Her? No, I'm chill. <laughs> I said, I said they're calling you. I ain't listening. They already eat. They've already eaten, so they're not hungry. There's water, there's food in the fridge. They don't, they don't need nothing from me. But guess what? It won't be long before all of a sudden Charmaine gets up and goes. I said, where are you going? I got go to go Taco Bell. Jemai want them, them tacos. I said, you going? I'm just trying to shut her up. Come on, do I have any parents be real? Well, sw- I just want to shut you up, man. What do I got to do to shut you up? That's just, but what it is, she keeps on asking. <laughs> That's my baby. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 8, look what verse 8 says. Everyone, meaning that we all qualify for this. Who what? It does it keeps on asking, receives. He who keeps on seeking, finds. And him who what? Notice the c- keep on. Keep on. Why have you stopped? You got to keep on. What an energizer buddy says, it keeps going and going. and You got to keep on going and going. You have to have a mindset that I'm not going to quit because God told me yes. ha, ha, ha. You have to have this dogged dogged mindset. The challenge sometimes, family, is we stop asking because we feel as if God is not answering. Now, you have to be mindful. James chapter 4 says this. You have not because you ask not. Okay, I like that. But look what he says here. The reason you don't receive is because you're asking with the wrong motive. Look what he said. Out of selfishness with an unrighteous agenda. See, you're asking God for more money, but you ain't handling the money you got now. Lord Jesus, help me. Praise God, I need an increase in promotion. Open the windows of heaven, Lord. Pour me out a blessing. No, he's not, because you ain't handling a dollar you got now. Why would he give you more if you can't handle what you got so then, also, we we'll say, "Lord, I need this job," and God says, "You can't have this job because it's hard enough for your butt to get to church now, and if you get that job, you ain't gonna never see your look." Touch your neighbor, say, I, "I think he might be talking about you." I, I I don't know, I don't know, but I think he he might be talking about you. So so, so often. We ask God for a blessing, but God says this blessing will not help you. This blessing will take you further away from me. And I'm a jealous God. I want your attention. I want your love. So what you're asking for is not in line with my will. The answer, so then I have to be mindful, is what I'm asking for going to help God's kingdom? See, if we're talking money, more doesn't change who you are. I see people all the time getting money, they still broke because they have a broke mentality. Yeah, you, you do the same stupid stuff you before. Praise God, you got a little money. Now you got new tattoos, dumb as a rock. Lord Jesus. You got new rims and new tattoos. That's about stupid as all get out. How you going to get? Pastor. I got a new car. I said, for real. I said, what you get, brother? I got a 2016. I said, yeah, brother. Are you still living in an apartment? Yeah, why you (laughs) ask? You know, sometimes you want to beat people. Now, I can't beat you, but. You got a new car and living in an apartment. How many kids you got? Well, we got four. How many bedrooms you got? Two. I'm just keeping it honest with you. You ever had somebody talk to you and say something? And you look at them like, did you really say that? And I'm supposed to receive that? Lord, help them, Jesus. So God is not going to answer a prayer that's going to take you away from him. Amen? It's hard enough to get you here. Back to Matthew 7, verse 9. Look what it says, Matthew 7 and 9. Or what man is there among you, if his son asks for bread, will instead give him a stone? Or if he asks for fish, will give him a snake? Now, God has shown the revelation between, you know, uh, son and father, father and mother. Verse 11. If you then, evil, sinful by nature as you are, know how to give good, advantageous gifts to your children, how much more will your father who is in heaven, perfect as he is, give good, advantageous gifts to those who keep on? Whoa, those who keep on, those who what? Everyone say keep on. So the the key ingredient is keep on. (sighs) Keep on asking. So my, my son was an OKC fan. If you don't know, Oklahoma City. Okay, the basketball team, NBA. I got to spell it out now, everybody anyway. So my son was, you know, that's who he's rooting for. Obviously, they have not made it. Uh, They're at home fishing. Uh, So uh, if you don't know, Sports Authority is going out of business. So I went to the one by University Mall, and they they had an 80% shirt sale on uh, jerseys. Now, my son loves Durant. He loves Westbrook. So I go in there, y'all. I see the Westbrook jersey for $25. I see the Durant, $25. I saw Bosh, $25. So I bought everything I saw that was in my son's size. So we got home, and uh, my son is very, uh, he's similar to me. You can give him something. He's like, oh, praise God, thank you. It's not like, ah, oh, you know, so he don't really get that emotional. Uh, so. So we talked to this, uh, so my wife was in the bathroom doing something with something. And I forgot if she was doing makeup or something, but she was sitting in her chair. You know how they they had their chair anyway. And uh, I said, babe, watch what's going to happen. I said, look what I got for Jay. She's like, oh, you'll love it. I said, so, I said, Jomo, come to the bathroom. I got something for you. So uh, the first thing I did, I pulled out the Chris Boss jersey. He said, oh, man, thanks, Dad, appreciate it. I said, I got another one for you. Then I pulled out uh, Westbrook. He said, oh. And then I, I said, you good? He said, oh, man, you the best. And I said, I got one more for you. <laughs> that dude said, he hugged me. That's my daddy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some may say, oh, you got him to respond. (laughs) The revelation, if an earthly father can give good gifts to his son, how much more can a heavenly father know how to give good gifts to his children? Because... God is saying, just like you love your babies, I love you. Oh, that boy was so hype. He said, just (laughs) what? Wisdom keys, and we go, number number one, number one. We must be persistent. You can't give up. Look what it says here, James 5, 16. The heartfelt and persistent prayer of a righteous man, believer, can accomplish much when put into action and made effective by God. It is dynamic and has tremendous power.
1: You've been listening to Fresh Wind with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Tampa, Florida. If you've been blessed by the Word today, you can pick up a copy of today's message or any of our other great teaching series by simply visiting our website at freshwindradio.com. All of us at Fresh Wind want to thank you for listening